0: This week's episode of the award winning, multiple award winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Hope. I almost lost hope in the future of this tired ass country. Remember when Obama was running and the slogan was Hope? And we were like, what? We can have hope in this country? It was the calling card of Obama's uh, election and re-election campaign. Now that we have a black woman on the ticket to run this country, I see a glimmer of hope. Finally. So let's keep hope alive and register to vote. I know there are a lot of people out there that don't believe that their vote counts and that the election is going to be rigged anyway. And uh, this conspiracy theory and that conspiracy theory. But... Whatever conspiracy theory you believe, you should still go and place your vote for the very first black woman vice president. I don't give a fuck if you don't care about Joe Biden. I don't give a fuck if you think that Kamala Harris is this or is that. We have a black woman running to be the second most powerful black woman in the world. That should be enough for you to just go vote for. Her. So, this week's episode is brought to you by Hope. Not the not the Nene League's version of Hope. You can go talk to Hope. <laughs> Maybe you could convince Hope. Apparently, it's the the same thing, because maybe I can convince some of y'all to go vote, because some of y'all ain't going to vote anyway, and then
1: complain for the next four years. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters, and of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N,
0: a.k.a. Lover of Wet-Ass Pussy. I'm I'm gonna get there, BKA the explicit the explicit version of podcasters, and this is here for a
1: podcast. Our icebreaker this week is to listen to wet as pussy ten more times streams. Please, I mean,
0: <laughs> if you if you would like your spirit to feel better, go over there and Yay! stream wet as pussy ten more times because I, I know that's helping me, helping me a lot. Yum. Um. Let's go there. Um, mm, what I'm gonna say is, okay, we got a little hard. I cook and I clean, but I did more
1: than that to get this ring. Wash your legs, <laughs> show a little leg. <laughs> well, you gotta
0: wash uh, a couple more things if you want to get a ring. Uh, yeah. you gotta wash all kinds of things. Uh, so I'm gonna say that first um i think the song is a great song i think the video is a great video i really wish that we could have gotten the explicit version of the song to the video like give us both like you can put the safe version quote unquote the safe version on youtube and then give me the explicit version on the up. other platforms that i gotta pay for
1: daily motion yeah, whatever. Because YouTube isn't the only digital platform that counts for the streams for a billboard. Right. But I'm sure she didn't want to mess up her relationship with YouTube because this was, you know, that this one ain't the one for y'all YouTube. <laughs> so maybe she could have went to Vimeo. I think Vimeo does Vimeo. There are other platforms. Yeah, that Vimeo does. the yeah, Vimeo streams. does this shit all all the time. Well, I don't know if it counts for for the billboard, but you know, Cardi is all about the billboard. So, um, so yeah.
0: I'm going to leave that sympathy and pay the joke alone. Um, I loved it. I think um, Megan Thee Stallion did exactly what Megan Thee Stallion was supposed to do. Um, I am absolutely here for how angry they have made uh, heterosexual men in the world. Uh, CeeLo Green, please have several seats. Uh, mm, is he in your notes?
1: Oh, sort what did he say? Because I, I don't know.
0: <sighs> we'll start there. Alright, um, so CeeLo Green was basically saying that uh, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion are making music that is not morally conscious. Like CeeLo Green has made morally conscious music before <laughs> that was the joke um uh, and and that's what sparked all of the uh people looking up everything that has been going on with see including him charges and- raping someone being charged and well he wasn't convicted of the rape he he was he played no contest and got parole for the rape but that's basically it's saying we know you did the crime but we can't prove that you did it
1: or well, he just got good lawyers in basically right <laughs> um,
0: so CeeLo Green and the niggas like him please sit out because every time Uncle Luke come on y'all don't have nothing to say y'all have not a word every time Big Sean say something about his dick no words Every time anybody, any other hood nigga in hip-hop industry, in rap industry, has said anything about their dick, no words. These two women have come out and said, my pussy is wet. Wet Wet-ass pussy. Talked about their wet-ass pussy, and now y'all have something to say? Please, go sit down. Please, go sit down. Um, The other thing with that one is Megan Thee Stallion... We we have to stand. We have to stand. Megan The Stallion has collected almost all the Infinity Stones of bad bitches to collaborate with. Name a bad bitch that you should, you should collaborate with. It's, is it four Infinity Stones? Five Infinity Stones?
1: Well, Rihanna's left, but I think she's saying Rihanna on Rihanna's the only album. Our, Rihanna's, the, I think she's putting Rihanna on the album because Rihanna's, Rihanna's got to be on the album. So I think yeah. Got to. The only one
0: that is missing is Rihanna. And once she get Rihanna, she will have infin- she will have completed the Infinity Gauntlet. And yeah. she don't have her whole her whole first album out yet.
1: And so you know like with Rihanna on there, the budget. I don't know what 1501 gonna do, or will she finally be done with that lawsuit where she can get the budget for the Rihanna video? Or maybe Rihanna's like, girl, when you leave their label and y'all get through arguing about that contract, call me. And maybe just Rihanna just don't want to be involved with the drama, with the lawyers. I don't know. Well, at this point, Rihanna don't want to be involved with music. So, mm. <laughs> uh,
0: thank you can- guys. So, I guess that was our icebreaker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, do you have another? I want to do another one. Let's do another one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get there. But I want to make sure that we say thank you guys so much for supporting this ghetto ass podcast. If you would like to see this gay black podcast continue, please get over to our Patreon right now. Uh, The link will be in the description. We have uh, Patreon news coming up very, very soon about uh, what we are doing with all of the wonderful funds that you guys have given us to support this podcast, and so if you would like to continue to support gay black causes, please get over to our Patreon
1: right now. Meow. meow. and use our hashtag Hive when discussing the show on the internet. Um, we are looking, lurking, and responding to select comments. Yeah,
0: because so. if you say something <laughs> hateful, then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna show up. And some Some of y'all know that, (laughs) and and they know that, and they're like, Well, I just want some attention.
1: Okay. All right. I'm like, Girl, get a vibrator. Mm -hmm. I think they're mad because Amazon Prime, they went up on the rates, but then the delivery slowed down. It's not two days no more for everything. Oh, yeah. I'm finding that out. (laughs) (laughs) Our word of the day, W E R D, is FOMO. Fear of missing out. There you go. See? Okay. yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I got I missing it. out right now because this girl done checked in down to the Tulum. She done booked her ticket for um What's Africa. Uh-huh. What's Tulum? Mexico. Oh, okay. And so now she then she was posting last night or the night before last. Well, if all these cases are going up, how come the hospitalizations and the deaths aren't going up? I believe the media is blah, 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 blah. Maybe because the hard-working ass nurses and doctors and scientists are doing better at finding ways to... Oh, I want to use a big word. Subjugate. Submitigate. Okay, that's a big word. It's a big word right there. Uh, Mitigate damn death. You know what's going on now? The girls are long-term survivors. They got Facebook groups. And the girls have brain fall. The girls got organ failure and organ damage. And they're not out here dying because the goddamn healthcare professionals are getting better at fighting the damn pandemic but you know what they also are begging to do this weekend i watched the nbc news um clip they have one trauma center in the whole state of mississippi the damn nursing director will y'all please stay home we are so tired will y'all please stay at home y'all are not taking this serious please like the the, she just said we all stay home
0: so we can go home at some point
1: and y'all tell me some. The damn media is lying. no, the media, uh, the media is trying to goddamn give the damn healthcare workers a goddamn platform, so y'all can see how fucking tired and exhausted they. Imagine going to work since March, and every day been a twelve hour day, and every day is ICU level patients on damn level five trauma. Imagine being a nurse who. Go, I'd be and, joking, then, nurse- and then half of them coding, and and coding means about about to die to not medical people out there. You saw some you checking in at Tulum and the media line and you on your way to Guantanamo Bay or wherever the hell you go. That's where you need to go. Guantanamo Bay is jail.
0: That's where she needs to go go is jail. Yes. Guantanamo
1: Bay is jail. (laughs) That's where she needs to go. (laughs) She needs to go to jail. (laughs) You're going to jail that (laughs) way.
0: Uh okay so that okay Oh that took a whole
1: left turn. Wow. (laughs) So our word
0: of the day, FOMO, F O M O, is an acronym meaning fear of missing out. Uh, my beautiful husband uh, got me hip to this term because I had no idea of the term before. Uh, the The term has been popular via Twitter because it's talking about um, the trauma of people who are still in a form of quarantine. Versus the kids that are out here partying and traveling like nothing is going on. So the fear of missing out is getting to people that are perceived to be doing what is necessary to be safe during a pandemic. And what is safe is quarantining yourself away from other people, having minimum exposure, wearing a mask, washing your hands, uh, not doing the fucking most, and, and actually... Acknowledging that we are living in a pandemic right now. And so those people, me, self-included, have a fear of missing out because we are seeing that everyone else don't live the same life. Everyone else is like, "Mm, mm -mm, fuck that. Uh, I'm going to brunch. Uh, I'm going to the orgy. Mm, I'm going to the Mexico. (laughs) Mm." (laughs) (laughs) I'm going everywhere. Um, mm, I'm going to the house party. Mm, I'm going to the set. Mm, I'm going to the kickback. So all of these people are doing all of these things, and we're seeing it, and we're like, "Uh, am I really missing out?" Because shit, I'm trying to be safe and uh, be a good citizen. Meanwhile, these other people are saying, "Fuck it." So the fear of missing out.
1: Yeah. Then the next week, the damn um. Nightly news of some fourteen people went to a kickback and now they all quarantining. I don't have time. Yeah, the, the the other part of
0: the fear of missing out is I think the science piece that maybe one day we'll know is some people I don't want to say are immune, but harder to infect at this point because they have they have done everything possible. To be COVID 19 possible, but COVID 19 positive. positive. Like they have done it all. And they still are not this either they are asymptomatic and not being tested, uh, or they just not catching the shit at this point. Because I'm like, wait a minute, you went to you went to do this and you went to do that and you went to do this with all of these people, and you still ain't got coronavirus? How you ain't got coronavirus? You should have coronavirus. But you got FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I got FOMO. Word of the day. <clears throat> so um it, it'll be a diagnosis at some point. Uh, right now it is our word of the day, W E R D G Zus. Um last week we talked about demon semen. Uh I would encourage some of you that have not listened to that episode to get on over there to listen to that episode. We had uh, some great conversations surrounding demon semen. This week, I am going to talk about a uh, heterosexual fave of y'all's. This is not going to be popular, uh, but I don't say things to be popular. I say things to be uh, informative, and enlightened somewhat sometimes. Uh, Kev on stage. Kev on stage is a popular YouTuber and an alleged comedian. And when I say alleged, I mean exactly what I said. Alleged comedian. Um, hmm. I think
1: he's funny sometimes. I think he has good points. I think he's funny sometimes. It's okay to enjoy a person and they just be wrong about this. Is that possible? Yeah, but he's real wrong about this, though. <laughs> so yeah. he's just going to discredit his whole little internet career because it, whatever he's wrong about this week.
0: Yeah, his little radio show. I can discredit his little radio show on my little radio show. So,
1: <laughs> sure can. <laughs>
0: um, he did a Zoom interview with a young woman who identifies as a former stud. Uh, former stud, meaning she's a lesbian um, that is m- somewhat masculine presenting.
1: We know what a stud
0: oh, well. I, I, no, I want to no, make sure. No,
1: no, no. I, I want to
0: make sure I said what I said, and it was conveyed. Um, apparently, she has been delivered. Uh, and by delivered, I mean she no longer says that she's a lesbian. She is now reverted back to quote unquote being a heterosexual. Um he got a shitload of backlash um for doing the interview with this woman because he is a very uh, I don't want to say he's very no he's not spiritual. He's Christian. He's very religious. Uh-huh I I figure I myself I am spiritual. I believe in a God. I don't believe in religion. He is very religious. He believes in the Christianity religion, like fully. The book. And all Mm that. Yes. Um, So he got a lot of backlash for posting the video and having the conversation with this uh, former stud and quotations, former stud, um, and he is continuing to get comments about the video, even though he deleted that video on his newer videos and even some of his older videos, because some of his uh, followers, supporters, fans are very staunchly religious and can't believe that he was having this conversation with this stud. OK, um,
1: so did he do something wrong or say something or are you getting there? Because like, all I'm hearing is the video exists and the girls are mad. No, the video no longer is this. He deleted the video. Okay. So he
0: deleted the video because his following was so anti what they were talking about. They I'm were talking about uh being religious and finding a way back to heterosexuality.
1: So not and that he that, said something wrong and so now he needs oh, to no, apologize no. and exp- he will no, he, exp- grow from it. there's no none of that. The girls are just mad that the the interview happened at all. Existence. So I guess they're saying It's two wrongs. It's two wrongs that I'm addressing. Kev on
0: stage was wrong and stupid for recording this video and pretending that somebody is backsliding for being a lesbian. So, yes, he is wrong for that. That's not even what his followers were dragging him for. His followers were dragging him for, how dare you even talk to this woman and create this content of a lesbian now being a heterosexual.
1: But so it's both happening- of them
0: are wrong. I'm not I'm not saying either I'm, I'm not picking either of,
1: I'm saying both of them are wrong. Okay, well the first point you can you can you can keep that point over there. Um but I'm like uh, I don't see that cuz that is actually happening. I mean that's how we got Andrew Caldwell the I am delivered but do we- uh, the girls are doing the girls are doing that the girls are doing that. So I mean like if he's covering religion and he's got a little weekly radio show on episode 81 this week he's covering a reformed homosexual. I mean like that—that that is a popular topic and people are talking about that. Now the people being mad about it I think it's great that the people are mad about it. Do some, Do something besides being mad at me about it. Do something besides being mad at me about it. Because I'm only covering what's going on in the world. <laughs> I mean like but I mean, the girls build you up and then they tear you down. So y'all build him up to be this big old platform and now he's covering what's going on in the world. Now he's wrong for covering what's going on in the world. So I I, I cool.
0: You really so do you believe that people can
1: no longer be gay? well for me being homosexual wasn't a choice it was that's the point I'm, that's what I'm like i was just gay God. bro I'm, I'm just gay bro um but if the, if the, where this person is in their life and they're still living in the flesh they're still right here on this earth with us broadcast live from the zoom um they are in. they are in their journey of i think this is the way i want my life to go this i think i like this for my life and then maybe if they decide to go back to being a lesbian I I can't judge them for that, where they are in their journey right now. So, Kev on stage did an interview with this woman with where she is in her life right now and what she's been through. Now, whether she presents as a lesbian today, whether she identifies as Asian, I mean, you know, the girls be transracial, too. So, the girls. (laughs) 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 Transracial is not a thing. You know, what, those so off he's, all. Doing, he's just doing an interview with this woman and where she is in her thing called life today I don't see anything wrong with that I don't <laughs> but you do so yeah and for those children that um
0: can't take the fact that I'm still beautiful <laughs> suffer I, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that there <laughs> you pick it up when you want to you um know, Uh, The next story uh, I have is um, NBC News uh, has been doing a survey uh, that found that that 31 percent of black LGBTQ respondents uh, had their work hours reduced and 18 percent became unemployed as a result of COVID-19. So when we are talking about the impact of coronavirus and uh, I don't mean to continue to come back to this point. We also need to remember that um, our community, the black LGBT community, is impacted disproportionately a lot more than all of these other communities. So when we are pretending that it don't exist and uh, going to the sets and the kickbacks and uh, having a wedding engagement party with 30 people trapped in the house and nobody wearing a mask, whew, uh
1: I had to get that on my spirit (laughs) that was petty mm. I'm like who had a way to get engagement will you send me the video Mm -hmm. so I can see if they're quarantining let's count how many of them is quarantining today Like, "Mm, she was there she quarantining right now okay she waited her test with us to come back
0: (laughs) (sighs) um the survey found that um from April to July uh HRC uh, have found that uh, the respondents that were black LGBT people uh, fared worse than every other population that they even surveyed. So this coronavirus pandemic is impacting us, whether we want to believe it is or not. So to the people that are out there like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm just going to live my life, quote unquote. I'm going to live my life. It is impacting us more than it is impacting other people in the LGBT community, and that is still a subset minority.
1: Um, Especially with a lot of us working in um, HIV um, and community outreach for like um, housing and things like that, and then a lot of those nonprofits that we're working for, or even if we are... um, failings because we've been sex workers, or a lot of things that go on, we end up taking jobs, lower-paying jobs, at like McDonald's and Starbucks and all that, and then they have to cut staff, and then they have to decide which girl is the best one to keep, and usually they don't pick us if we don't fit the culture. I think we talked. I talked yes, about that we recently. Did. Yep, and we, we already didn't fit the culture, and we were just the um, we were the hire for the what's the thing they be hiring for? Diversity. There you go. And so, like, girl, right now I can't focus on the diversity hire. I got to keep my stock customers, so we end up losing our jobs at higher rates. I, in my opinion, I, I could see how they could. Well, be. in my expertise, I know that that is true because <laughs> I sat in those same meetings
0: where those things were <laughs> talked about. So that's not even an opinion; that is a fact. Okay. Uh, the well, I'm okay, saying spec-
1: I'm smart. Look at me, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> the study
0: says uh, We know black people are dying from COVID-19 At extremely alarming rates Unfortunately this new research shows Black people and black LGBTQ people Are suffering disproportionate Economic inequities mm. uh, From the HRC President Alfonso David um, They didn't have to do no survey for me to already know this yeah. Like This is Obvious to me but I want to make sure that we reported it on here because sometimes people uh, don't listen to opinions; they want to see it on a um, website or yeah.
1: They love being a statistic, like HRC statistic. i <laughs> will so look forward to that.
0: So, if you would like to go look up, the, <laughs> if you would like to go look up the article, it is on NBCnews.com right now. Um, What has been entertaining me on TV has been Real Housewives of Potomac. What
1: are your takeaways? Black is king. (laughs) That's right. Um, We did that already. Because I wasn't through. Because... It is so crazy how the people are down tweeting and posting on social media. Wow, Real Housewives of Potomac is better than Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I guess um, Real Housewives of New York could be third, or Real Housewives of Orange County is fourth or something they tweet. be tweeting. I don't even know who the third and fourth girls are. But Black is motherfucking king over there on the day of Bravo. And so they had better had a motherfucking race in America special because you know who bringing in all them goddamn viewers and entertainments and social interactions like I was just talking to you about in private them damn social interactions and all this shit that they get in Real Housewives of Potomac and Real Housewives, Real Housewives of Atlanta
0: and Married so, to Medicine and so that's li- literally <laughs> they pulled the stars from all the black Real Housewives slash Married to Medicine franchises and did a whole special with them talking about relations going on today you know who they didn't call Vanderpump you know who they didn't call uh, Rena. Uh, what's one of the New York oh, it, girls? Is Renna is in New York? I,
1: I think Renna, Renna is a Beverly Hills. Beverly
0: a California girl. Who's yeah. a New York girl? I don't know any of the New York girls. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, back to real, a real Housewives of Potomac. The Countess.
0: I know that's because that's what Wendy pointed out. The Countess. Countess. Luann, look at her.
1: Mm-hmm. There you go. You, <laughs> you got one. You got one. You
0: got a point on they, the board. They, none, they didn't call none of them girls for nothing we didn't ask none of their opinions about nothing now truth be told did we ask about any of these girls opinions <laughs> <laughs> Woo, facts are facts america <laughs> did i need to ask candy what she
1: thinks about riding in the streets no. huh <laughs> okay so back to potomac I think that they are um, really doing great with the um, the Johns Hopkins lady. I really like her. <laughs> she came in with the shade. She um, sat down. She was like, "I have met Karen, and so many times, and Karen keep acting like she don't know me."
0: <laughs> I'm Karen. I'm Karen in this conversation because I I happens to me all the time. I'm like, "Oh, we met. That's nice." <laughs> I'm so sorry. And if you are one of those people out there and you're listening to me right now, I apologize. It is not in my character to be... I'm not trying to be rude. I
1: literally just don't remember. I'm old. I'm old. And plus, in these, a lot of these social cities, it'd be a lot going on. You meet a lot of people in one spot and... Mm, I, I just don't remember. I don't. Um, But who are you um chasing after this week? Monique.
0: Monique is my fave. Um. Giselle had been my fave until Monique showed up, and then when Monique showed up, yeah. uh and started chin checking the girls verbally, and now she's chin checking the girls physically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're hey. not condoning violence here on her- <clears> this <throat> podcast. I am, Um, because <laughs> if a bitch got you fucked up, then fuck her chin up. I. Absolutely here for it. Especially multiple times. I'm like, girl, I am at work. Girl, fuck this job. <laughs> <You know? laughs> fuck the, and and I literally think that's where she's going is saying,
0: fuck this job. Because like it's, if you look at some of the breakdowns of like their season preview, there are points where after the fight, Monique has like broken down and saying, hey, maybe I don't need to be a part of this circle anymore. And I feel her. I feel like she might literally walk away from this show, which... At this point, I understand your husband got millions and millions of dollars, and you got oh on.
1: that's babies at home and shit. It's Monique, right? I thought Candace yeah, was the one. No, fuck. So you. okay, so you're for Monique. I'm trying to make sure for I'm Monique, right. yes. for Monique. Okay, so but you don't want Monique to leave because Monique is the one sitting up crying, telling me she might leave the show. Yes, so you don't I want don't, Monique? I, I, I think she's great TV, but for her personally, if I was
0: her friend, I would be like, oh yeah, go ahead and leave, take a but, season off, but. You know for me, as her, as not her friend, as somebody that's just watching, I want to see more, more Monique. Because she's beautiful, she's smart, she'd be on the right side of topics, and she'll fuck a bitch up.
1: Verbally or physically. <laughs> and I know she's tired of sitting down to have a lunch with that goddamn um, the one to start the mess. Giselle? Yeah. Because the last episode, she's like, girl, here we are having another lunch. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh, girl I feel you girl we <laughs> have another lunch with this girl trying put one foot in front of the other one
0: yeah um again it's um it's good lazy TV um it doesn't require much thought which is why um, I'm interested in it because there's a lot of things that do require a lot of thought and sometimes you have to unplug. And just watch something for entertainment. Like some of y'all watch the love after lockup shit. I can't get into that. But I understand why y'all do. Do you have any love after lockup notes?
1: I was going to say because. They're starting to get out of jail this week. They're starting to get out of jail. And then so the first thing Trey was. He was like. Why is y'all still here? He grabbed my hand. And he went to the bedroom. He's like, bro, I waited. I had to go see my PO. I done did that. I done checked in at the halfway house or wherever they was supposed to be. They is all ready to hunch. Okay. I was like, I just can't even imagine. 12 years locked up. Y'all talking some. Hey, we would like to film your journey. You're about to film me deep in this puss. Hello. Mm-hmm. So I'm just excited for all of them this week. Getting out, getting their hair done and, you know getting limos and they've convinced this one dude convinced this one girl rather convinced Trey to go by the steakhouse, get her some steaks to go, rent a limo and come pick her up at the airport. And was she there? No.
0: You sound jealous.
1: <laughs> I'm very angry because his car declined for the limo and then he had to use <laughs> another car. Bitch you got me out here on TV being recorded and my car declined and trying to rent you a fucking limo and your ass ain't even here to get in the fucking limo. Your ass ain't even on the goddamn plane. To get to the limo. <clears throat> but Love After Lockup is great. <laughs> yeah. So I encourage you guys, <laughs> if you uh,
0: need some some things to watch, uh, to unplug from everything that's going on in the world. Uh, Real Housewives of Potomac and
1: Love After Lockup. Is there a Tamar Braxton update? I've been so mm. scared. And I know that mm-hmm. it's also on WeTV. And like in, in the commercials, they be advertising the Get Your Life is coming up in September. And I was like, y'all should just stop advertising that and then just show it in September or wait till like the week before it comes out or something. So, because WeTV is... Uh... Here's the deal. They spent
0: a lot of money making this show for Tamar. That Tamar had been crying... For years. I need a show. I need a show by myself. I could do it without my sisters. I could do this. Blah, blah, blah. Crying for years to get her own show. And if you watch Braxton Family Values or even Tamar, on, Tamar Braxton's Twitter, you know <laughs> she's huh. been crying for a show by her goddamn self. She finally gets the show by herself. It shows her in a quote-unquote negative light. As Tamar feels. I think the the problem with that is is Tamar doesn't see herself, doesn't see the negative things about Tamar. Tamar does not see that she's over the top. Tamar does not see that she's bratty, Tamar does not see that she's narcissistic. Tamar does not see any of those negative qualities about Tamar, and I could continue down the list, but I'm not going to because I'm I'm not here to beat up Tamar because I still love Tamar, like I said last week. But now seeing the show and seeing what it looks like to see herself fully and wholly, I think that's what made her gut check herself and say, I don't want this to come out. Mm-mm, I don't. Mm-mm. This looks too much like me. I, she had to actually see herself, and so I don't blame either party in in the Tamar dispute because the sh- the showrunners at WeTV
1: produced the show like they were supposed to.
0: Like she asked them, to, yeah, the production
1: company for WeTV produced the comp uh, produced the show for WeTV. They had to sign a check and make a deal in a contract, multiple yeah. checks,
0: all kinds of checks, spent a whole bunch of money on it and you think because you're having a breakdown right now that we are just going to throw our money away? I don't think that's how them white people going to work that. I'm so sorry. I am very sorry to say them. that's not how corporations work. That's not how business works. They spent money to to produce this. They are going to try to get as much money back out of that production as possible, whether Tamar likes it or feels good about
1: it or not. Well, hopefully she can live tweet every week and talk about her opinion about the way it airs which she's never had a problem telling how she feels about it. So maybe she could do that and um, get people on her side or prove her point for her fan base.
0: Or not. I think she's...
1: (laughs) Is is like she's. You think reading, she just wants to detach from it now? Because yeah. would self care would self care yeah. be detaching from? It? I don't want to rewatch That would what be what the, the, That watch. would be her best self care is to not watch
0: it. I think what pushed her over the edge was she has watched it. Like a lot of times, once they've
1: um, put a couple of thing, episodes together,
0: they they send out the screeners. They send yeah. it out to critics, definitely. But the people that are in it, they will have watched the whole shit. A lot of times before it even comes out on TV. And I think that was the problem. Was she started watching the whole shit and was like, Oh, I really look crazy on this. Oh, and y'all really had me sitting next to Mona Scott Young. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And, and I think that's one of the things that probably pushed her over the edge. We don't know because we're not in Tamar Braxton's house. And yeah. even the people that was in Tamar Braxton's house and in Tamar Braxton's family
1: don't even fully know the full story. So prayers up for Tamar cuz those commercials come on in between Love at the Lockup and I just be like cringe cringe cringe.
0: Yeah. Um mm, Let's go here. I've been waiting to go here. So GPS has told me to pull on up. <clears throat> One of my favorite topics on this show over the past, uh, I guess it's been over a year now at this point, is um, dragging a book. Uh, if you are a new listener, I encourage you to go back and listen to old episodes because uh, I could spend another hour talking about why I am dragging a book and who a book is and who a book ain't. But um, I want to make sure that I highlight that this week a grand jury has indicted him again um, with four new felony counts uh, in connections with the two black men that we know about. Um, the indictments followed the previous grand jury charges uh, from last October. He still is not <sighs> scheduled to be in front of a judge until 2021, January 2021. Whatever reason that is. Um, but I'm excited that he has four additional charges. Um, the additional charges um are menial at best, like the other the charges that y'all really need to be adding is manslaughter. And first degree murder, and none of the charges that were added were those. And so, mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited that he got some more charges because that is only going to help in uh, you know putting him away. But I'm not excited because the charges were so small and weak. Like that's all you could come up with with someone that has killed people, that has trafficked in, in drugs, because. When one of us just fucking jaywalks, you can find
1: five goddamn charges when somebody jaywalking. How and they buy- just shot up a car with four black kids in there, nine years old, 12 years old, 15 years old. But y'all can't, what, what, but y'all want to justify why y'all was shooting up a car with kids, black kids in it, but y'all can't justify why this white man killed multiple black men? Yeah. Um,
0: so again I am mildly excited that he has more charges. Um,
1: um what was it something about traveling across state lines to engage in prostitution. That I guess they're trying to they're tra- I, <laughs> because I watch a lot of these Netflix documentaries. So you got a you got a charge with what you are practically sure you can get away with. Yes. Well you can get you can get a conviction for. So mm-hmm. they're practically sure that they can get him Convicted for these small crimes, traveling across state lines for to engage in prostitution. They can they they pretty much true. They can get him convicted on running a drug house. Small drug charges, not even big drug charges. And so, like, even though he will get time, I can see how his lawyer is going to press for time served to be Mm -hmm. counted towards whatever they give him. And that's why I have been saying
0: execute his ass. Get him the fuck out of here because the system is fucked. The system is trying to let him get away with murdering black gay men. And that is why I am I am going to say this until the day that I die. He needs to go away. He needs to be executed.
1: So when Kamala Harris was the top cop in California, she didn't believe in the death penalty. I just want to say that. And I know we're going to move on, but...
0: One, you are racist because you said <laughs> Kamala wrong. Um, I know I said
1: it wrong. I was trying to enunciate each uh uh uh. I was trying to be cute.
0: First off, put some respect on our next vice president's name, uh, uh, AKA Forty Seven, which is what Twitter has yeah. <laughs> named her. And I who again, was
1: AKA Forty Seven. What
0: the AKA thing did? <laughs> She's an AKA. She is. She is an AKA, and then also AKA forty-seven, which would be she's the would be the forty-seventh president.
1: Hello, oh, the girls about to go get shirts made. Here we go. First off, <laughs> we ordered the sign today,
0: the lawn sign. I'm putting the lawn sign up. The lawn <laughs> sign was ordered today. I'm not playing. Yeah. With those. I'm not playing with you girls. Uh, the first female vice president, black female vice president.
1: You think I'm gonna play with it? Nope. Sign is going up. The sign what will be up. Has, well, as previously stated, she does not believe in the death penalty. I'm just letting you know because I know you didn't. You didn't remember that part.
0: So, n- no.
1: Uh, well, okay.
0: Uh, no one is going to be a hundred percent knowledgeable of. Their full voting record. I, I don't know no one that is knowledgeable of any any senator's full voting record, anyone's uh, stances on every fucking political issue. But if y'all want to take these little small
1: ass pop shots, <laughs> have fun because, huh? Four more years of Trump. That I, is I option. Just, I'm, I am just. I'm not. It's I'm gonna tired. Be
0: on the I am beyond tired. I am be beyond. Oh well. She didn't do this and she didn't do that. You know what she didn't do? She wasn't responsible for
1: the nineteen hundred sixty-five
0: fucking thousand dead people in this goddamn country in six months. Thousand,
1: excuse me, in six months. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> so when you want to start comparing at these apples to these dead, dead
0: well, oranges, because this ain't it ain't even regular oranges. It's dead oranges over here, and then it's apples. So start equivocating properly.
1: There's also an orange recall going on right now. You guys make sure you go to Google and search for the orange recall. Lemons and limes are being recalled and potatoes. Just that's the main
0: subject <laughs> why you tried to uh, why you tried to take me out the game. Um, Edbook, um, it's the skeletor look for me. <laughs> Uh, if you look at these new pictures, he showed up in the courthouse. He looked like shit. Yeah, it's the dementia need- for me. <laughs> uh, 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 it's the impoverished haircut for me.
1: It's the uh, the envelope, thin lips for me. It's the uh, uh, miss my doctor's, he missed his doctor's office appointment for me because <laughs> okay, he definitely needs a physician. The, he need a physician. The <laughs> it's the um. Uh, what
0: else do I see here? It's the bulletproof vest for me, because uh, y'all know one of us is liable to risk it all to take him out. I Ain't gonna say no names. Um, hmm.
1: Convicted. It's the it's
0: the missing it's the missing T cells for me. It's it's a lot. You can't make HIV Joe. I don't know his HIV status. I'm just saying it looks
1: like he's missing T cells. That could be a lot of different diseases. Okay. I'm just like, this is not a HIV joke. We don't do that. Okay. Mm -mm. No,
0: it could be a lot of different diseases. I'm just saying it looks like he's missing something. He's missing something.
1: (laughs) He missed his date with the goddamn coroner.
0: Mm -mm. (laughs) If we execute him, he won't miss that date. Um
1: that is this week. (laughs) (laughs) I need to listen to him for a podcast. You do. <laughs> Woo. Do
0: you have anything in social studies? Because uh <laughs> sexual health again this week is uh put your mask on and, and keep your dick at home.
1: Keep your ass and dick at home. Yeah. Still. The song for my soul this week um is All right, we'll get there. <laughs> Beyonce, I care, live, pick a place, any place, Roseland, Coachella, um, where she was in new jersey there yes anywhere pick a place around the world it's just something about the way beyonce sings this though. it just make my my soul just jump in my puss it'd be a witness when beyonce gets to singing but i was listening to the homecoming version mm-hmm. of i care and then i remembered there was like a producer that went to like the Full Sail University who was working with the sound engineers and he had the isolated vocals of how Beyoncé made her own voice sound like the guitar. You know, I watched that clip again and I was just so like the work Beyoncé put into this song. And Trey still ain't shit. I know you don't care too much but I still care. And she put her whole ass and her wet ass pussy into that song. Just the runs, the stylings. B7 could never. Just it couldn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean B7 is in Brandy?
1: <laughs> Girl. Oh, I was like, it's number I was like, one on the, the independent album charts this is week. It? Who's listening to that? So, Beyonce, I care, live, anywhere, pick a place. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandy fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> Beyonce, things Beyonce did that the icon jumped out. <laughs>
0: the vocal Do it, do it
1: ever go away? Because, I mean, that's the other part. The girl's talk about some J-Lo couldn't see Beyonce in the vocal department. Oh, no, they said Beyonce couldn't see J-Lo in the vocal department. Who then somebody that? retweeted it and said that's because J-Lo is not in the vocal department. <laughs> right. <laughs> Delo not even allowed in the building. What do you mean? <laughs> who, who said that? In
0: the, in the iconic words of, Pro, of Portia, Portia Who Rudy had been Pro? saying
1: that? Who said that? Who said nobody said that. Who said that? I, who who and typed then, it? Like, say that with a mouth? Who typed that? And then Terrell, you know, he has his YouTube show where he have people come on and do song association. And so apparently, the season two winner of um, Sunday's Best, a black woman, amazing voice. They posted the clip in the comments of her saying that she does the vocals the, for the chorus of "I'm about to sign you up so you can get right before the night is up. We can get." She said that is not J Lo singing that. That's her singing that. And she used that opportunity to propel her into <laughs> other things, which is how she ended up winning Sunday's Best. And then somebody said, "Did J Lo ever sing anything?" <laughs> so I'm about to say you you can
0: get me. You know what J did sing? <laughs> I'm I'm Jenny from the Block. <laughs> she she felt that. Uh, <laughs> moving on to real music, uh, <laughs> the vocal department. <laughs> Someone that is in the vocal department. <laughs> uh, in two thousand and two, uh, this amazing artist put out a great song that every time I hear it is very black to me. It just smells black, it feels black, it makes me feel black every time I hear it. Uh, I always think of a uh, just a old chocolate sexy ass man every time I hear this song. <sighs> <sighs> you right. See, see, you see how you felt it. You didn't even like was, you haven't <laughs> heard what I was about to even say. <laughs> see, you felt it. <clears throat> the sole defender of every of anything I fear. The baby conceiver. The make me believer. The joy bringer. The love giver. He is the dull increaser. The pleasure releaser. The hard knocks knower. Without the scars to show. Her, the night school teacher. The god. The good life preacher, the caretaker, the kiss craver, he is. All these words are only frosting on my cake. Okay, frosting on my cake. Hmm. Um, He is everything, everything I want, everything I need, and so much more than I thought it could be. Girls, I got to be the same for him. He is... He is. He is the soul injector, the heart protector, the soul defender of anything I fear, the baby conceiver. Let's stop right there. The baby conceiver. Ooh. Mm. The make me believer, the joy bringer, the love giver. He is the dough increaser, the pleasure releaser. The pleasure
1: releaser. I like that pleasure releaser.
0: Ooh, the pleasure releaser. A.K.A. um, (laughs) The
1: Hard Knocks Knower
0: Without the Scars To Show You He is by Heather Hedley Mm -hmm. Again, music department (laughs) (laughs) She has a seat Over there Uh, In 2002 She she graced us with that song Uh, Every time I hear that song That is such a black ass Fucking song Uh, I don't even no, did I even no? I mean, I kind of like boys, kind of, but I didn't love them like that when this song came out. But this song just made me like feel like, mmm, black man, mmm, feels good. He is Heather Headley, song for my song.
1: All right now, I'm trying to let your spirit come down. Sound like your wet ass pussy over there? It's, it, it it's uh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Listen, I have a t- I have towels. Okay. <laughs> I need some more towels. I went to Target and forgot to get towels. I'm like, this big weight of his pussy, they ain't buy no towels. Mm. 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 What are you what here, here for this week? For this week? <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. What are you here for?
0: Okay. Um, <clears throat> we have uh, some of the lower courts Um, have delivered two victories for trans Americans, uh, lower federal courts. Um, I think it's notable because we don't get these all the time, Um, but the U.S. Courts of Appeals, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit has upheld um, a ruling that Uh, the Florida school district was wrong to deny uh, trans male student access to the boys' restroom. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yep. Uh, The ruling cited the Supreme Court's recent decision um, which found that sex discrimination in the workplace uh, includes discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. The 11th 11th Circuit Court arrived at that same reading. Um, And so we have two different courts that are affirming, uh, two federal courts that are affirming um, trans students being able to use restrooms that they identify with. And I'm absolutely here for it because we've had to have this conversation the whole time that this whole podcast has existed uh, from the inception of this podcast, we were talking about um, the different bathroom bans because that was a thing years ago and uh, continued to still be a thing until very recently and may very well still be a thing. Uh, but we at least have the support of two federal courts that are acknowledging the ele- e- illegality of telling someone that they cannot go to a restroom that they identify with. No one is telling you that you have to not be in that restroom because, oh, I'm scared of trans people. Nobody's telling you that. If you don't want to be in a restroom with a trans person, guess what? You ain't got to be in a restroom with a trans person. What the courts are now saying is it is illegal for you to discriminate against people based on their transness, uh, in regards to what restroom they can go in. And I'm absolutely here for it.
1: I remember where would what does that big basketball game happen, like in March Madness? I think it happened in North Carolina, South Carolina or something like that. Yeah, North Carolina was the and crux of all the bathroom issues, cause girl. Then the NBA was like, well girl, we're not gonna have our game there if y'all gonna be um anti like this. Um, And then PayPal dropped out and said they were moving their headquarters. And then all this stuff was going on. And I was like, you know what? We could spend so much more money on investing in healthcare, Insurance for everybody so they can all go to the doctor and see to these mental health problems. Because y'all motherfuckers is crazy. (laughs) But that was good. I really liked that. Um, This week, the New York Times did a feature titled Portia in Protest on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Portia Williams is a glamorous goofball in real life. She's become a crusader against police violence. And I was like, come on, journalism, journalism. It was a beautiful read that chronicled... Oh, I, I didn't write the, do the byline of who wrote it. Um, or the damn photographer. But um, it was a beautiful read that chronicled um, her time on Instagram for when she was watching George Floyd be murdered. Um, she decided that she needed to get out in protest for that. For her um, being arrested with a felony charge. For uh, demanding justice for Breonna Taylor. Um, and just things of how she's honoring her family legacy. And to think that the same Portia this time last year, her claim to fame was, one, she didn't know what the Underground Railroad was, and two, that she had tried to rape Candy, or Candy tried to rape her, and it was all a scam or scheme set up by Todd, whatever. And to see in the last six months how Portia's life has changed and even the photos that they that accompanied the article, they um, had Portia in an all-white pantsuit, leaning against the street sign that was named Josea Williams Jr., Northeast or something. Mom. Mm-hmm. Um then they had her sitting on the on the steps with a a really beautiful framed photo of her grandfather and all this. And it was like, Wow! If Portia keep this up, if Portia keep this up, I might have to stay in. But I'm just going to keep watching Portia for right now. But I'm really proud of Portia's story arc. She's come really, really far. And I'm here for it, Portia. And she was good in the um, Bravo's Race in America special. She was just, I'm watching you, Portia. Okay, I want more of this. You have to clap when you see something you like. So I'm clapping for Portia. Oh, let me put my iPad down. I'm clapping for you, Portia. I'm here for it. More of that.
0: I hope her baby happy. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so now we have gotten to uh, our favorite part of the podcast. If you are new here, uh, it is now time for our last call. Please make sure that you pour yourself a shot of something potent. Uh, most of y'all niggas is at home anyway, so you can drink and find yeah, you can drink and be fine. You'll be all right. Um, and if you are uh, at work, make sure you pour yourself a shot of coffee or tea or water instead and continue to make your paper while you can.
1: Yeah. So, that's okay. us. My last call, um, the founder of. Sister to Sister Support Group is a trans support group down to the Houston, founded by Mia Porter and my friend Ian Haddock, who's the president of Impulse Group Houston, have joined together to form um, the Trans Ally Collective. And so right now, the Trans Ally Collective is working to arm trans women with stun guns, and they're currently doing their COVID relief. So um, make sure you check them out. Um, their five-year plan is to accomplish competent medical and mental health care for trans persons in the Houston area. So shout out to TransAllyCollective.org. Check them out, and if you're in Houston, um, try to go get a picture with their "Protect Black Trans Women" billboard that they have out there in these streets. So, pew,
0: pew, pew, pew.
1: these niggas
0: got. Well, I I say niggas subjective. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas and bitches, these folks, (laughs) there we go, because that's that's the F-O-L-X. These folks got a billboard that says, protect black trans women in a popular area, huge, big
1: as fuck. We have to stand at least for that. So, especially in Texas, in in, in the south overall, it's just a lot going on down there. Protect the black trans women. Um,
0: <clears throat> I'm absolutely here for that. But let me just start with, with that because where I'm going is petty. <laughs> uh, it is. So that's why I wanted to make sure. So in case y'all have to uh, uh, cancel us, please get over to our Patreon right now. You can cancel us right over there for at least $1 a month. I'm telling you that ahead of time before I say what I'm about to say. Uh, There was a man that uh, died in a car crash. Um, He, I ain't even gonna say his name because fuck him. Uh, He was identified by the Montpelier Police Department. Um, He lost control of his vehicle. And crashed into a highway median, uh, according to the report by the the police department. Ooh,
1: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: what a way to go! Ooh,
0: yeah, and he he died. Um, so here is the deal: he defaced a Black Lives Matter uh, mural. Uh, he. Again, if you don't know what what some of these murals look like in these different states, they're popping up everywhere. They're uh, Black Lives Matter painted on the street in big yellow letters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the big yellow letters in the street. So we had uh, a white woman, Karen, like a, a couple weeks ago that was out there with like black tar paint painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually painting in the lines.
1: <laughs> Man.
0: Stupid, stupid bitch. Uh, you're just making Black Lives Matter actually black instead of yellow on the ground, but sure, that's cool. stupid bitch. Um, this stupid bitch that I'm talking about, uh, who is dead, uh, he tried to spray paint over the letters and cover them with mud and dirt and oil. Um, and. Um, Painted the nearby sidewalk, saying $400 dollars are gone" and put it back. Call Trump. No one knows what the fuck that means. What? That's what he, I, I'm I'm quoting an article. The article is in Newsweek. No one knows what the fuck that means. That's what he wrote. Um. I I can only assume that he's trying to say like we spent so much money on. These niggas and these causes and, and the money is gone because of that. Uh and put the responsibility in Trump's hands and Trump will deal with it. Anyway, he's one of these crazy white he needs to wear a nationalist no nut jobs.
1: <laughs> he needs to wear a mask.
0: <laughs> no, he
1: don't. He's dead already. Oops. I'm he's like dead a, already. He don't need to wear a mask. I don't know. Being contagious and in the air, <laughs> he needs to wear a mask. He needs to socially distance from the girls. He's social distanced from the earth right
0: now. He's gone. He's gone. And I'm okay with that. And, and that's why I'm saying the same things about Ed Buck. Is sometimes we just have to be okay with some of these people leaving. You you gotta go. For the rest of us to like live a a happy, uh, less problematic-ass life, some of y'all gotta go. N- people like this, this person that is... Out here, defacing Black Lives Matter murals with dirt, mud, and spray paint, and then saying incoherent. His tires
1: needed an alignment. That's probably why he lost control. His, his mind,
0: his mind was bad. His mind was bad. His mind needed an alignment. And you know what happened? God fixed it. He got an alignment. <laughs> he he is aligned with the universe now. He is no longer.
1: And so that's that's, that's why scary. I had to preface.
0: No. I, that's we still have, a we crazy have to way it. to
1: go. Running into a median? Wow. Karma.
0: Karma said, you know what you're gonna you're gonna fuck up things out here in the street?
1: I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put and you Use there. the earth to do it. Mud and the ground and things I didn't create it. You gotta go. Wow. Uh-huh. So that's
0: my last call. Um uh, his name is Fred. I wasn't gonna say his. I'm not gonna say his full name because fuck him. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> all the niggas named Fred out here. Nigga, it wasn't me, nigga. It wasn't me.
0: <laughs> well, if you alive, if you able to defend yourself. Then you know it's not you because <laughs> this Fred is gone. This poor baby is he. He with the Lord or he with the devil? He's he ain't here no more. Mm-mm. And so uh that's my last call. Uh, I <laughs> I'm here for it, y'all. Get out of here. Get out of here.
1: We need less of these people around. I keep forgetting. Okay. Um, make sure you guys are following the show on the internet hereforitpod.com, com, if you're interested in merch, hereforitlive.com expires in a couple of days. That's why I was like, I need to, I keep forgetting to rebuy it hereforitlive. But I'm like, why? We're not going live nowhere, but. Keep, can at least keep my name. So keep here the whole for life. it <laughs> live.com. Um, what else we doing? Um, make sure you guys are subscribed to us on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash here for it pie will be in the description below if you would like to support us. Um, Make sure you're using the hashtag here for it hive on social media when discussing the show. And child, I thought it. what's my name? I don't forget. My name is Ronald Matters. I am the Superman I wasn't th- done. I was doing a dramatic oh, pause. okay. I, we'll I continue, continue, to okay. continue to be dramatic. Okay. <laughs> continue Make sure you guys um, go to the blog this week. Um, I was uh, talking about As I Am. It's a black LGBT film that just won down to the LA Film Award. So shout out to Vim Media and Anthony Bond. They are, they've are they been working really hard for years. And so for this award win for his film, As I Am, that came out in December 2009, Super excited for him. Make sure you guys support that. But anyway, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com
0: I am the Superman T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N aka the retired fat rabbit killer. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw
1: I was going to say, can we just, I thought that was going to be in the notes because it's a minor subject and I just, you know, I really wasn't going to go there, but. Is there a whole film? Oh, of course, there's a whole film somewhere. Of course, um, there. And it's probably, you know. So, why do you guys like that kind of stuff? I'm not judging, I'm just asking because he be fucking too rough. And now, look, now, look at my sister. She need an appointment, and you can't do telehealth with that. No, you can't do no telehealth with that.
0: She need more than one appointment. (laughs) No shade. Again, this is not shade, but (laughs) medically speaking...
1: Yeah, as a nurse.
0: I'm no longer licensed, but I'm just saying from what I can see. The prolapsed situation that is going on over there is not going to be healthy in the long run. Is she f- going to be okay today? Yes. Tomorrow? No. Yes. Fine. Cool. But in the long run, mm-mm. my... Okay. Do I have to... Okay. So, the whole story is... Not even the whole story, because I wasn't there, so I don't know the whole story. <laughs> but...
1: <laughs> you just know the
0: OnlyFans angle. I only know the only, only I only fans I not even, even watched the whole video. I only know the end clip. The you know? end clip <laughs> is of uh, uh, notorious Twitter uh sex worker/ slash sexual mm-hmm. assaulter because he was mm-hmm. accused of sexual mm-hmm. assault and we talked Y'all about it just
1: the point Kelly mm-hmm. mm. uh, um
0: he was fucking this girl what boy
1: okay a psychological girl
0: yeah w- we're not misgendering someone we no. just say she and we be mean lovingly sometimes um but he was fucking this uh person. And he was fucking them out of 2020. Like, this person could see 2021 the way that Fat Rabbit Killer was fucking this person. This boy in his ass. And once uh, Fat Rabbit Killer pulled his dick out, uh, he also pulled out the rest of this person's asshole. (laughs) Like, this whole person's asshole had had completely collapsed from the fucking shit that yep. happened to him not only did it collapse it also squirted out some yellow ish white creamy ish so such his
1: body's mucus was trying to protect him help him trying to help him his his body was
0: like girl I ain't, I'm struggling I'm in need can you help me can you help me in the words of usher we supposed, supposed to have already been into this podcast but Um, that's what happened to one of our sisters on the timeline. I don't even know who the person who the bottom was. I think the bottom is also a sex worker who does OnlyFans on Twitter. And again, none of this is to shame neither him nor Fat Rabbit, because I don't think either But their medical
1: situation, we're just talking about the medical situation. The Uh, medical situation.
0: I don't think either of them should be ashamed of doing sex work. So I wanna make sure that I said that. Before y'all try to cancel us. And again if you would like to cancel us. Please get over to the Patreon (laughs) link. In the description below. Um, But this is not to shame them. But this is just. um, Things that we see. So what had happened was. After uh, the video was posted. And people saw it again. I guess Fat Rabbit Killer felt very accomplished. By destroying his ass.
1: -ass Oh it
0: wasn't that goddamn wet because if it was wet it wouldn't be been outside of his ass Um he felt very accomplished because he posted the clip Um I don't know if the bottom up posted the clip or not but once the clip was posted Twitter got a hold of it and was like girl uh. <laughs> there might be something wrong because half of your asshole is like laying down your thighs
1: it's like Drop oh, him up not- at the Urgent Care. I I don't think he can do an Uber back to the house. He don't need the Urgent Care. The Urgent Care can't help with this. He needs some Urgent Care, but not here.
0: No, he needs to be in ICU. But the ICU beds is full with coronavirus. So. Thank you guys so much for listening to Here for a Podcast. This week. We really appreciate <laughs> it. Um, we, you are uh,
1: a.k.a. The who? <laughs> you said the old fat rabbit?
0: So, the who? Not the old one. I don't what. know. They're retired. Making... I no longer kill fat rabbits. I used to kill fat rabbits. I okay. like that. Okay. <laughs> fat rabbits differently. <laughs> he killed yeah. fat rabbits and they can't come back. Like the fat rabbits I killed, they still walking around. They might
1: hobble a little bit, but they're alright.
0: Thank you guys again so much. We appreciate you. Um, we'll see you guys next this week please take uh whatever sexual precautions you need to take cuz they it might be prep, it might be descovy, it might be wearing a mask, it might be um abstinence uh take whatever sexual precautions you need to make sure you can stay here on earth as long as you can. The revolution will be televised. Um shout out to Kamala Harris. Bye.